at one corner. He was a nice kid from Minnesota, quiet and reliable. Ordinarily, Conrad would have been sitting next to another officer, but there was an odd number of them on the flight. Conrad had taken his seat and beckoned to Anderson, who was also odd man out, without a seatmate. Anderson had barely moved since Germany. None of them had. The plane was full of sprawling, loose-lipped marines, lost, gone, dead to the world. Conrad liked seeing them like this. Sleep was like salary. His men were owed. They were infantry grunts, and they'd been seven months on duty without a single day off. They deserved to sleep for months, years, decades. They deserved this long, roaring limbo, this deep absence from the world, from themselves. This plane ride was the floating bridge between where they'd been and where they were going, deployment and the rest of their lives. They deserved these hours of unconsciousness, this gorgeous black freefall. There was something else they deserved, something he couldn't define. They were all himself as well, part of something large and interlocking, in which movements were slow and tectonic. Deep, shifting currents would carry them on to some form of deliverance. He trusted in this. He couldn't define it or identify it, the movement or the destination. Only sense it. His brain felt blurred, as though the plane were flying too fast for his thoughts. Everything in his mind felt provisional, in fact. Lack of sleep, it was hard to think. His thoughts felt loose and shifting, temporarily in place. The way everything in-country had been provisional, nothing certain. Life had been improvised, moment by moment, for seven months. Tension was the steel skeleton on which everything else hung, he woke up early to it each day, white heat beating into the roof, urgency already flooding through his system. Fear. You didn't call it fear, but that's what it was. All that was over now, but the habit was hard to break. Was it a habit or a way of life? He wondered how long it would take to become a different person, how you'd know when it happened. The flight attendant appeared in the aisle. She was blonde, but old, with waves of dry, ashy hair. Her face was small and foxy. She had a pointy nose and a thin, tidy mouth. She was wearing a sort of uniform, navy vest and skirt, long-sleeved white blouse. Smiling, she leaned into the little private space made by the high seat backs. Her face drew nearer to Conrad. May I take that glass, sir? Her chapped lips were outlined in neon. Her pale orange lipstick had worn off in the middle. On her vest was pinned a small winged gold emblem. Conrad glanced at it, automatically checking for rank. But of course, she had no rank. It was an airline pin. She was a civilian. For some reason, this irritated him. His glance, his realization... Irritability was also a result of sleep deprivation. 
Conrad held out his glass, and she reached for it across the sleeping Anderson. She glanced down at him, then back at Conrad, pursing her mouth in a conspiratorial smile. Anything else I can get you, sir? She was half-whispering, and her manner was both patronizing and intimate, suggesting that she and Conrad were partners, sharing a kind of parental responsibility for the sleeping Anderson. As though Anderson, who was a lion in combat and had once saved Conrad's life, were a small child. A tiny black point of anger flared in Conrad's chest. He looked at her without smiling. No thanks, he said. She still hovered, but Conrad said nothing more. She leaned in farther toward him, and a small gold cross on a chain swung out from her neck.